And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast tonight. Is Wednesday, January 18th. I don't know why that was hard for me to remember. 2023, coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, Hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from New York, New York. Um, My hot take tonight has to do with Clayton Kershaw and his great uncle, Clyde Tomba. I just found out this week that Clayton Kershaw's uncle actually discovered Pluto, the (laughs) the planet, the former planet known as Pluto. Um, Planet former Pluto. (laughs) Yeah. Clayton Uh, Kershaw's uncle? Yeah, great, great uncle, uncle. Like great uncle Clyde Tomba, was an astronomer, discovered Pluto in 1930. I have a yeah. couple hot takes about this. The first one is that Clayton Kershaw, despite all of his success and, um, you know, fame, still probably feels a little emasculated by his great uncle's accomplishment of discovering Pluto and probably spent like was the driving force behind getting Pluto declassified as a planet. Oh, to, to, so did, to he like used his money and influence in what I assume is a vibrant astronomers community in Los Angeles. I mean, he was probably royalty, you know, like his family is like known as the Tombas, the people that create found Pluto, you know, like they, like the heritage has right. been passed down to him. Right. So he has influence. No, see what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that he used his influence to destroy his great uncle's right. discovery. That's what I'm saying. Because, like, despite his own success, he could never kind of top that. And you know, probably his grandfather let him know about it every year at Thanksgiving or whatever. Like, right. oh, you guys won the pennant. <clears throat> Guess what? Yeah. You discover- like, oh, a National League MVP award. Well. Why don't you do something worthwhile, like discover planets, like yeah. your great uncle Clyde? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. It, it must maybe like some maybe like somebody in the society befriended a big baseball fan who was like, "Listen, I need tickets to a baseball game," and he's like, "Okay, but we'll talk to your talk to your old lady and see if you can get Pluto declassified from being a planet. I'll right. get you. I'll yeah, get exactly. you like box seats for every World yeah. Series game." Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. Tech- what's, wait, what's the second hot take about that? No, that was the two of them. One was that he was felt inadequate in uh, yeah, family yeah. And gatherings, then he, and then the second one was that he used the influence, used his influence to declassify Pluto as a planet. Wait, what, what was the guy's name? Clyde Tumba, yeah, yeah, or Tomba. My hot take is why isn't it called Tomba then instead of Pluto? I don't know, I didn't get that far in the Wikipedia article. That would be a cooler name for a planet. 
All the planets have to Roman God. Shut up. <laughs> Thought it was named after the dog. Did he name it? Uh, I bet. You, I mean, he must have. But there, there was discovered it. There right? is a rule. Like all the planets have to be. If we discover a mysterious planet X, that's a tenth planet. It has to be named after a Roman god. It's a rule. You can't. Whose rule? The, the society of extraordinary gentlemen. I don't fucking know. The, the not a fucking not Clayton Kershaw. I get some tickets to the playoffs. They're like, hey, I'll get you Taylor Swift tickets. She's my pal. Right. Yeah. If you could get if you could get somebody Taylor Swift tickets, he could have more influence there too. You know. So I'm I'm with you, Sam. Would he rename Pluto after his uncle or after just himself? Even though he didn't discover it. Oh yeah, I kind of got confused. I yeah. Yeah, planet Kershaw, but it's already not a planet now. He's probably yeah. He's he's got he got what he wanted. He's done with it now. He's moved on. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, fuck you, Clayton Kershaw. That's the point of the entire. Yeah. Time. Point is, is that you'll never your be your great so uncle Clyde. Than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Also joining us <laughs> as usual is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? It's going fine, Joel. And thanks for having me. I'm coming to you live from seattle it was rainy today wow uh my hot take is that well so i've been trying to fill my time with watching different sports lately i don't know it for some reason in my life there's a oh it's because i got rid of social media i have nothing to do so i've been watching more sports i got started and so like last week i was talking about how i got in i'm getting into the kraken and the kraken have now lost two in a row and are probably good tailspin out of it now that i'm paying attention <clears throat> but I've also been watching some college basketball because I grew up a, U- a University of Connecticut fan because I lived in Connecticut when they first started making their runs. But so I've been watching them and this year their team started like 15 and 0 and was men or women men ranked fifth in the nation and they have now gone on to lose five out of six and I've just been I've been watching some of the games kind of late. I didn't watch any of the good ones. Maybe, maybe, maybe I should just make this thing about me being a terrible uh, yeah, jinx. But they're now they're they've lost five of their last six and have plummeted down the standings. And are I was watching them, and I think they may have been one of the more more overranked UConn teams ever. And it also finally brings me back to the point of the whole thing, which is there's no real reason to watch college basketball until March. Yes. Like, yes. One hundred. It's like it's 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 kind of some the same to me as the NBA playoffs. It's like, or actually, well, with NBA, it's like the whole game. You don't even watch it till the last two minutes, and then you probably don't even need to watch it until the playoffs. It's the same thing with basketball. It's like let's bother with the whole regular season. Let's just start with March Madness. I one hundred percent agree with that because I live in. Champaign, Illinois, right? And so, like, mm-hmm. Illinois basketball is kind of a big thing, except they're doing the exact same thing that UConn did. However, it doesn't matter. You're all going to the tournament anyway. As long as you go to the tournament. Yeah, yeah. And if you're in the Big Ten, you have a 
11 out of 14 chance of going to the tournament or something, you know, you go. Yeah, yeah. You have to finish really poorly in the big 10 to not go to the tournament. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. I, I don't know. That's, yeah. All right. Well, so we're in agreement. We are in agreement. I, I guess the only argument is what nobody lower than like a four or five seed ever wins the tournament. Yeah, but there's always that one 16 seed that like takes out the top seed. That's the exciting part in the early round, you know? The first round is always, is kind of exciting, can be kind of exciting. I guess my point is I watch a lot of commercials that are trying to get me hyped for Indiana versus Illinois or Iowa versus Wisconsin in January. And I'm like, who who fucking cares? Like, That's what I'm talking about. I was watching like UConn versus Providence and UConn versus Xavier and UConn, you know what I mean? It's like they're losing all these teams. And it's just like, uh, why am I spending my time being bummed about this? And then it's like, if they either they are excited in the tournament or they're not. I guess it's fun to have some kind of perspective and a position of authority on, on whether they're playing good or not, but they didn't look very good. Right. You're a UConn fan? Yeah, I mean, probably only because they got good right when I was there. Right. And that's probably you the You went to I UConn? Did. I didn't know that. No, I lived in Connecticut for oh, five years. Oh, you just years. lived in Connecticut, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, when I was a little kid. Gotcha. Thomas, Thomas lived in Connecticut and Colorado, <clears throat> Washington and... California. California, yeah. I, uh, I liked the tournament. I don't even like the tournament anymore. I, I just think college basketball sucks. Right. But I don't really like basketball. I don't even really like the NBA, so... Yeah, see, I kind of, like... Well, I still watch the NFL. The NFL is so fucked up, but I still watch it. But I hate college football. I like I, college football kind of creeps me out. Yeah. Although I did watch it because I haven't been doing social media, so I don't have anything to do. And I watched the <laughs> boring ass fucking final. Oh, we have we talked about that on the podcast? The, I think we did last week. Yeah, we talked about what a dog shit game it was. It was so boring. Okay, so we don't need to talk about that again. That was a dog shit game. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Thomas. College basketball is meaningless. Um, yeah, everybody I might haven't be- gotten into NBA. I just, but I, like- anything is, I mean, Sam says this a lot on the podcast that the the regular season lasts forever, and then everybody goes to the playoffs, and then the playoffs, yeah, regardless. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, feel like that's. Is Seattle getting a team again? Yeah, Are they that's, one of the cities that's what the that word is. Going to get an expansion team. Yeah, that's what the word is. But, that's pretty exciting, right? Yeah, if I gave a fucking shit about the NBA, <laughs> right? But <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I didn't start really care that much about the NHL till we got the Kraken, and now I'm kind of digging it. Right. But weren't the Supersonics kind of like risk? Super, I mean, it would be no, yeah, like when hands of. Oh, it, it would be a huge deal for Seattle. There's a ton of people that are super all about the Sonics, and there was a real huge salty culture. about the Sonics. Jesse's really salty about the Sonics. That's oh, people I mean. got real salty about it, and people really <laughs> love them, and people have been trying really hard to bring them back. So I think it'll be funny when they bring somebody back and they give them a different name. Oh, right. they can't do that. They can't do that. <laughs> I think they probably will have to because. I imagine that the Oakland like the licensing deals are all going to be the name, <laughs> yeah, and all the licensing, like you know what I mean. Like I'm sure. Oh, Howard Schultz probably owns it. Wouldn't that be great? 
the guy that fucking sold the team out from under him anyway. Oh, uh, that would be a great fucking yeah. You could have a team. Just, what are you gonna call it though? <laughs> yeah. Squatches. The squatch. Squatch. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. No people would shit their people will shit their pants when the when the songs come out for sure. Uh, hey, everybody, my name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. I'm watching on my phone right now game five of the Leadom uh, championship. I don't know what they call it, the World Series between uh, Les Tigres del Lice and Estrellas Orientales. Lice is up one nothing in the bottom of the sixth. And if they, they lead the series three games to one, so if they win tonight, they are the champions of lead on. So go lead. And that's your team, right? My team, yeah. Is that the team with Robinson Cano? That's the team with Robinson Cano, yeah. I thought I was in a picture of a Chihuahua's uniform or something like that. Was that or a that different? probably league? was a different time or a different league. Chihuahua's was, was this year. Was he, he, was, he didn't play in the minors. I think that's – I feel like there's a – a minor a triple A team called the Chihuahuas. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway. Anyway, so I'll let you know if we say wins. That's not my hot take though. My hot take is I got a haircut. Yeah, you did. Looks uh, he looks like a cop. Yeah, Thomas says I look like a cop. I got a, I just I, think that you look like your straight laced twin brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never met that guy growing up, so I don't know if he exists. Uh, no, my hot take was something that CBS Sports tweeted that I thought was interesting, was that the, for the first time ever, every NFL quarterback who's still in the playoffs was born in the 1990s. And they were, CBS Sports was like, the future is here. However, what I don't think CBS Sports realizes is that the oldest quarterback left in the playoffs is Dak Prescott, who was born in 1993, which means he's about to turn 30, which is actually pretty old for an NFL quarterback. I mean, if to be right. born in the 90s, the youngest you could be is 23. 24, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, like the future isn't really now. It's... No, that's just how old people are. <laughs> Trevor right? Lawrence is probably 23, right? Yeah, he, Trevor Lawrence was on the list. No, he was born in, I think he's 24 or 25. He was born in the 90s. Um, Just barely. Yeah, and Joe Burrow is 27 or 28. Joe Burrow he is? is yeah. Yeah. No? Joe Burrow is three years older, I think, than Trevor Lawrence. How is, old is the guy from the 49ers, the Purdy? What's his name? Brock, he's the youngest, uh, uh, 1999, uh, Brock Purdy. Oh, but still born in the 90s. Still born in the 90s. Yeah, they were all born in the 90s. Um, I would imagine that this is probably the last year that every yeah, quarterback... Next year, someone's going to be born in the two in the in the aughts or whatever we call it. Yeah, them. I'm surprised yeah. that there's somebody that's, that's interesting. And this has only got to be because the median age of the CBS sports viewer is 65, right? Oh, yeah. I think that it's like Tom Brady is fucking up everyone's perception of yes. like, oh... Tom Brady's 45, and, and that makes Dak Prescott 30 look pretty young. Nice. 
But and Aaron Rodgers lost. Kirk Cousins lost, and who's not even good. I guess that's it. Nobody else would be. I mean, eighty percent of the quarterbacks in the NFL have to be born in the nineties or later, right? At least, yeah. Because, I mean, who's still? Yeah, who was born in the eighties that's still playing besides Tom fucking Tom Brady? How old is Kirk Cousins? Not that old. He's like third, maybe thirty. Yeah. Okay. So he was probably born in the nineties too. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who are, who are the oldest quarterbacks. Geno Smith's got to be kind of old. I don't know. Well, you know, I'm just was happy to see Tom Cousins. Brady. Kirk Cousins was born in 1988. Okay. Shit, he's 35. He's been around for a long time. He's fucking terrible. I know. <laughs> he's so bad. My friend is a huge Vikings fan. He's the, my twins. He's a twins Vikings fan. And he fucking has been so pissed about Kirk Cousins for three years. Like, he's just been like, what the fuck? This guy sucks. And I watch and sometimes he's good. And then sometimes he's just fucking awful. And like everybody was pointing out, like, you, it's fourth and eight. And you threw four yards down the field on the last play of the game. Like, what the fuck is he doing? I think it's funny. I feel like, you know, the Mendoza line in baseball, right? Yeah. Like the the bare minimum that you can be to remain in Major League Baseball, basically. I mean, 200 is the the Mendoza line. Okay, so you've got to be above the Mendoza line. Yeah, I mean, 200 is the Mendoza line. I just think that there needs to be an NFL equivalent that is the Cook Cousins line, which is... How bad can you be at football and yet get paid every year for 20 consecutive years to remain in the league? Well, you got to be white. You got to be white. You got to be a quarterback. You got to be from North Dakota, wherever the fuck he's from. Yeah, exactly. You got (laughs) to, you have to literally be Cook Cousins. He's 34 years old. Mm-hmm. He sucks. You have to have played at Michigan State. He sucks. He's from Illinois. He you sucks. have to be from Illinois. <laughs> All right. Fuck you, Clayton Koshaw, and fuck you, Cook Cousins. Yeah. yeah. We, the alliteratives. The big alliterative cake right now. <laughs> Kick. Good. Good for us. Uh, yeah, before we move on, I want to give a shout out. Um, last week we talked about Carlo, uh, yes, Joel, Carlo, Carlos Correa. I was about to, Cookie Carrasco is a different player. Carlos Correa, thanks for everyone who listened to that podcast. Um, continue to do so. Follow us on all your social media applications, except for Thomas, because he canceled. Actually, no. Cancel all your social media applications. Do that. You'll be happier. You won't. You won't. You'll just waste your time watching the NFL uh, instead of wasting your time. Mid-season NCAA basketball. That's (laughs) that's what you're going to waste your time with. I've Uh, been reading some books. Oh, what books have you been reading? I I read the autobiography of a brown buffalo. Was it good? What? It's that Oscar Zeta, uh, 
forget the last name. He's the he was the he was Hunter Thompson's lawyer. Mm. He's the, he's the the uh carry yeah, the Benicio, you're loathing the the Benicio um Benicio del Toro yeah. character from Fear and Loathing. He has two books. He was a a a Chicano lawyer in California in the sixties. He defended some really famous cases, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he was like yeah. buddy to Cesar Chavez and stuff. But I'm I'm just starting on the second one. I haven't really looked, read into him a lot, but Did he he's definitely a wild child. What? Did he defend the Black Panthers? Maybe you, you. The first book is basically just about him kind of going absolutely ape shit, yeah. and the second book so far is kind of about him, his involvement in the sort of La Raza Chicano farmer movement and stuff like that. He met with Cesar Chavez while he was on a hunger strike. That because I've read that the un the unsaid subplot. A failed loading is in Las Vegas. Is that what's the lawyer's real name? Oscar. Uh, Oscar Acosta. Acosta. Oscar Acosta. Yeah. He's actually he actually had to get out of L.A. because the FBI had tapped him, and he had to he knew that they had tapped him, and so he was the one who was actually the instigator between behind. I have to get out of L.A. for some time. Uh, yeah. I thought it was because he was planning to defend the Black Panthers, but maybe it was because he was doing the the Chicano guys. Yeah, it was a lot of Latino stuff. I don't know though. I'm not. I'm just starting the second book, which seems like it's more about kind of his career. But I haven't. I haven't like looked at it. I haven't looked him up. I'm sure you could find all this shit on the internet. Sam might be looking at it right now. I sure I am. Yeah. See, <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, I mean, if if you're gonna quit all your social medias, read some books, maybe. I need to read more books. We got to get uh, the B Block Book Club going again. We, well, we got to start reading books. We got to read, yeah. Some MLB I hate reading books, though, because everybody thinks it's you're so smart if you read books. You know, it's like, oh, let's talk about how smart we are. Oh, yeah, yeah we read books. Books are fun, though. They're great. I just hate it when people talk about it. It's the same thing with music. It's like when I like, I love music, but when the local radio station here, maybe that should have been my hot take. That's radio station's dog trash. Uh, they just talk about music. It's like they're like, oh, we're going to talk about music. And oh, how does music make you feel? And all this crap. And it's like, I don't want to hear fucking people talk about how music makes me feel. I want to be felt, make feel something by listening to music. I don't feel anything listening to you fucking jerk tards talk. Well, then nobody should listen to a podcast ever again. I'm surprised that anybody does. <laughs> Not very many. Dozens. Dozens of people. <laughs> Um, anyway, for you dozens of people, shout out to you, Bozeman, Montana, Providence, Rhode Island, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, LA, New York City, Rio de Janeiro, damn, shit going down there. Uh, please continue to do so, subscribe, rate, and review, et cetera. All right. How, so, how about our Russian listeners? Do we have any Russian listeners? Oh, they must have gotten cut off by the wall. Um... <laughs> Germany, Brazil, Philippines, Poland. That's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. United Arab Emirates. That's a good one. Um, I don't want to get off topic here, but has anybody been paying attention to what's going on with this Wagner group? We are way off topic. Oh, are they the militia guys? 
Yeah, they're like the conscripted soldiers for Russia. They're like inmates that they get out of jail and send them to Ukraine and then just like shove them to the front lines where they're just dying and getting piled on top of each other. And I'm reasonably certain it's the Wagner group. Uh, oh, well, sorry. Yeah, my pronunciation. No, that's no, something no. that you would do. That's something you would do in book club right, yeah. right there. That's <laughs> correct my pronunciation. <laughs> No, because I think they're Nazis. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, because they're led by that, well, that basically gangster, right? Who recruits them and sends them off to die. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. I don't really know anything about his. He's a millionaire and he's an oligarch. Yeah. I mean, it seems like all those motherfuckers are up to some secret scummy yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, all the millionaires and billionaires in the United States are up to scummy shit, too, but right. not as much killing each other, I don't think. <clears throat> Directly. Anyway, NFL football. How do you feel? <laughs> how, how do we feel about NFL football? Well, I feel like each of us watched a different playoff game. I watched Seattle-San Francisco, which for the first half was really, really good. Seattle had a one-point lead at halftime. And then San Francisco just kicked the shit out of them in the second half, which... That's exactly how I saw it. Yeah, yeah. What were you... I mean, Seattle was overachieving in the first half they played like a perfect first half Mm -hmm. and they as as good as they can be was what they were in the first half and the san francisco is not that great and then in the second half san francisco was playing about as well as they can and seattle was playing like about as yeah well i mean i think i don't know i think san francisco's the the class of the nfc mostly i guess but i watched uh i that jacksonville game was kind of hilarious and i kind of saw it coming I gotta say, mm-hmm. they've been fun. The I kind of I'm rooting for Jacksonville because they've been pretty cool at the end of the season. They had like a bunch of those kind of come from behind wins, and when they beat Dallas, was pretty cool. So I don't like Jacksonville because their owner is from Urbana, Illinois, and he's like a super shady businessman, like every NFL owner, except he's from around here. Uh, he went to the U of I. And that day was kind of weird because I was rooting for Florida in both that game and the Miami game. Oh, that is kind of weird. And I hate Florida normally. So normally I would just like hate Florida on principle. Yeah. And my, well, Miami, you were just rooting for the underdog against Buffalo, right? Yeah. Cause I like Buffalo. Yeah. Right. You should be rooting for Buffalo, even though they're the favored. Um, in the A, oh, no. Talk to me about watching Giants versus Vikings. I watched it with a Vikings fan, and he was, he saw it. He was like, This is, we're going to lose. He wouldn't, he is the Giants, a guy that he, he works in a play, a restaurant, and his regular was a Giants fan, and he was like, Let's bet $100. And my buddy was like, I'll bet $100 on the Giants winning the game if you want to do that. And the guy was like, No, I don't want to do that. Hmm. Because he thought it would be funny. Because then you know, either way, you get you get if your team loses, you get a hundred dollars. Right, sure. Which is I, I think is a good theory. Um, that was a. I, I think the, I think that the Vikings were overrated. They lost like they won every game in the last second, and they like barely beat some shitty teams. 
Right. I remember reading that, like, they finished the season, I want to say 13 and four, but had a negative point differential. <coughs> yeah. I want 11 of those games they won on the last possession, like, in the on a last possession. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dallas Tampa Bay. Did you watch Dallas Tampa Bay? I did. Yeah. Or, well, I, I watched part of it and then I had shit going on and I couldn't watch. I turned it, I, I was watching go seven, nothing. And then was it? Oh yeah. Tampa Bay got like stopped on the first try. I don't know. It was 14, seven. And then when I turned it back on, it was a blowout. The whole plot from that game is that the Dallas kicker missed four consecutive uh, extra points. That's weird. This is ridiculous. I I I know that it'll pain Sam to hear me say it, but I just hate Tom Brady. Sam's not. I know you do, buddy. I just fucking. I'm so <laughs> sick of his stupid face. The fucking vegan diet, you know. It's just like, God damn it, Tom Brady, just retire. But why won't you die? Why won't you die? Well, I know why he won't die because he has every single ounce of his blood replaced every 24 hours. Adrenochrome. And sleeps in a fucking oxygen chamber. Speaking of feeling loathing in Las Vegas. I kind of, and I feel kind of, I don't hate Dak Prescott. I don't mind Dak Prescott. And I kind of feel sorry for him. I just hate the Dallas Cowboys so much. I hate I historically do too. Jerry Jones, hate him. That stupid giant TV screen they have in their stadium, I hate it. Okay, yep. I I agree with you. On all counts, but my hatred, my my dislike for Tom Brady trumps that. Don't say Trump. Isn't it Jerry Jones that that picture just came out this year of him like protesting school yep. integration yeah. when he was a student, yeah, yeah. Like high school or something? <laughs> Did you see Stephen monster. A? He's a total monster. Did you see Stephen A. Smith's response to that? No. He was so stupid. He was just like, I don't care. I don't care. It happened. Yeah. Do I also don't like and he Stephen like did his like. <laughs> God, I hate that guy too. Yes. If he owned a football team, I would root against them. If the Steven but maybe not if they played Tom Brady. Or Skip Bayless. I I hate Skip Bayless. That, that fucking guy is worse too. Yeah, I think that show's that almost is. worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hate Stephen A. Smith also, but I think the worst pundit of um about any sport is Skip Bayless. Who's a big yeah, he's bad, but he never protested black kids going to the same school as white kids you know what i mean we know there's no photo of it but that's there's a good chance that fucking happened (laughs) i'll tell you what different level you know that it's a whole different level on i will tell you another factor of my not having social media is when i eat lunch in my car at work i've got nothing to look at so i've been watching hot stove on the mlb network because it comes <laughs> on my fucking food Does that mad dog is that mad dog Lucy? no that that comes on it comes on right after that show that guy's a fucking real piece of work <laughs> he's like he's like a weird like old new york media meets just like dipshit oh my daughter's screaming upstairs Oh, well, you have to do something. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Uh, but Harold Reynolds and the other fucking... That, this hot stove show is really not very good either, so... It sounds like you might need to get back onto social media or something. I don't know. 
Like, no. what's worse, social media or AM sports radio? Social media. AM sports radio is the shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. <clears throat> that's amazing. AM sports radio is where it's at. Like, that's what. That's the end game to this podcast, Joel, is we get our own AM sports radio, radio show. Yeah. <laughs> that, would be pretty, that would be pretty sweet. That's it. That's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any NFL hot takes you want to make? I didn't watch any games. My nephew, shout out to my nephew, Jake. Set up a pick 'em league where you just pick the winner of each game. Um, and I'm squarely in last place by a good margin. I think I only got, I think I only picked two games, two games correctly, or maybe three. Uh huh. But I picked Seattle, I picked Tampa Bay, I picked the Vikings, and then I picked the Chargers. So I got, um, Who else? Who did I get right? Uh, the Bengals I got and the yeah. Bills. I think that's it. Did you bet on it? No, it's my nephew set up a pick'em league. He's he's real pumped. Um, he's eleven. Yeah, so he listens to the podcast. Yeah, he listens to the podcast. Big fan. And his parents wed him. His parents like make him turn it off when we start cussing too much. Yeah. So things, right at the beginning. Yeah. When, yeah. <laughs> when things get a little dicey. <laughs> Sometimes. Speaking of children, you should not be listening to the podcast. Hello. I'm gonna get my headphones, but he his mom swears like a sailor, so it doesn't matter that much. Okay, anyway. good. Okay, good. <laughs> she doesn't feel like we should be censored. Thank you. That's supposed to mend the rights. That's why I stormed the Capitol for I mean <laughs> full circle. <laughs> um all right. Next week, uh, let's wrap this up with the NFL and then move on. All right, we got now I'm on my audio. Can I hear you? Can you hear me now? We can hear you. Hello. Hello. He can't hear us now. So you can say all kinds of swearing all you well, we want. Yeah, adorable children are waving in the background now. Actually, well, one of them, like one, as, of them. one of them, screaming in the background. As um, not NFL fans, like all of these uh, divisional round games are kind of interesting. So you've got Dallas versus San Francisco, right? Like that's good. Yeah. Yep. You got is the that like a, is, that a, is that have some history behind that that that's, matchup? Or? That's a huge history behind it's all the history. Yeah. That's like every NFC championship in the eighties and nineties was. Yeah, now right. it's just pretty much. I grew up as a Niner fan. Those were fun. Then you've got Giants versus Eagles in the other NFC round. NFC East. Yeah, and like, who hates each other more than the Giants and the Eagles fans? Not a lot. Yeah, that'll be a good one. And then you've got Cincinnati versus Buffalo, which I think they're still going to play in a neutral site, which is fucking crazy. Well, well, 
Oh, because it do they have the same rating? Right, because did they it, have the same No, Buffalo has a better record. Then that doesn't make any sense. I know, I know. And Joe Burrow I, I guess mean, by if it was one game and they had one game to play against each other, then I guess it's well kind no, of if Cincinnati no, if, if Cincinnati had won that game, they would be the higher seeded team. Right, they would have because they would have they would have owned the tiebreaker. And Cincinnati would have had the tiebreaker. So that and, makes some sense. And where the, is the neutral site then? I think Atlanta. Wow. Which is stupid. You should have the game in in Buffalo because like games in Buffalo are awesome. Anyway, but it should be a really good fucking game. Yeah. Um, and then... What's up, buddy? Just to watch me to wear my headphones. Oh, sorry. The internet is saying that they're playing... In Buffalo? At Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York. Which I assume is Buffalo. Okay, maybe they fixed it. That's good. I thought they were going to play it in Atlanta. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And then the last one is Kansas City versus Jacksonville, which might be the least intriguing of these matchups, but it still could be good. That's Patrick Mahomes versus Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I kind of don't see the Jags being able to pull that off. Yeah, I don't see the Jags pulling it off, but, you know, you never know. Anyway. I think that's all the best teams, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That's one, two, three, four in the AFC and one, two, five, six in the NFC. Number five, Dallas, number six, Giants. Yeah. What was so? I was going to say there are no NL Central teams in the playoffs, but the NL Central is not a thing in football. I mean, the Giants are kind of the that that probably won't be an intriguing game. I'd imagine that the Eagles are going to kick the crap out of them, right? It's just a divisional. Rivalry. No, that's what's intriguing about it, and I kind of think the 49ers are going to kick the crap out of Dallas too. But yeah, I hope so. <clears throat> so hey, they probably will. They probably will. Um, all right. Any. We, we've spent a lot of the last two or three weeks on MLB free agency. Do we need anything to talk about at this point? Mm-mm. No? All right. Then I'm going to go full C block on us and talk about so you know I like posting uh, polls on Twitter, right? Right. I like right. this poll. And mm-hmm. really interesting which polls get absolutely zero interactions and which ones get just a fucking ton of interactions. So one poll that I posted that just people got really upset about was... Which region of the United States is West Virginia in? People got heated about that. South. 
That was the most popular answer, was the South. I only gave them three choices, the South, the Midwest, or the Northeast. The South was the most popular option, followed pretty closely by the Northeast, and then, like, two people voted for the Midwest. But, like, it's Appalachia, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, Appalachia, I'd say. Yeah, but if Appala if you, if you take <clears throat> Appalachia off as an option, Appalachia actually. Appalachia, apologize. God, uh, <laughs> ah, come on! I was making a joke. He was he was book clubbing you there. I'm book clubbing you. Right. Sure, but like they like like where is Oklahoma? What region is Oklahoma in? Midwest. See, I would say the South. Prairie. It is prairie an option. In my world. Right. Te Texas. Texas. Yeah, well, Texas, if I had to pick, Texas would be in the South. But really, you can divide Texas into like. Texas is all of America. Yeah, like the Houston is definitely the South. But like El Paso. Like Southwest. El Paso is basically New Mexico. It and goes then, from the southeast to the southwest. Yeah, right. It's huge. Uh, what about Kentucky? South. 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 Yeah. What about Pennsylvania? Okay. All right, but what? So what I'm curious is is when you say that your polls, some polls get a lot of interaction. So and you said that that, whereas West Virginia one did. Yeah. Is it in sheer numbers of voters, or is it in people talking about it? Both. Like, do, do people comment on about it? Yeah, both on that one. Yeah, um, because so like when you what when when you put up your one about which is needs a stronger arm, third baseman or shortstop. Well, where did that rank in your? Pretty high. Lots of people had pretty high. Um, what was the final? Yeah, I think it was close. I think it was fifty three. No, fifty seven for shortstop versus forty three percent for third base. Wow, how many votes? That says 17. I think we ended up with slightly more than 17. Let me look it up. And, and like people got heated about that. Um, yeah, people, I saw some comments on that. I was surprised because I've always thought of third base as being the stronger arm. I mean, I can see the arguments for shortstop, but in my experience, that's not, wasn't the, wasn't the case growing up. You know, the thing that got me thinking about that was. How do you feel then if you're a second baseman? Is a second baseman then just okay? Hold on, I found the West Virginia one. Seventy-nine votes, fifty-one percent for the South, forty-four percent Northeast, five percent Midwest. That is Northeast, a close, huh? That's yeah. a lot of interaction, and that's a lot of close poll. Yeah, yeah, oh, I was really yeah. surprised by that. Uh, the North I think East, that people from West Virginia and people from the Northeast would take exception to West that's Virginia. That's what I thought. Classified as the Northeast. <laughs> I think especially people in the Northeast. But I yeah, mean, especially don't... people in West Virginia. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? You think they'd want to be Southern? I, I would be surprised. I would not be surprised if a large portion of West Virginia, the more to do portions of West Virginia, would be happy for that designation. But you're right. It would probably be. The pretty pretty well divided. Well, and that goes to like the red state blue state divide almost. In that, 
Yeah. Northeast of what you would typically think of would be the Northeast was, uh, would be all blue. And then you add like deep red West Virginia to it. I've been to West Virginia. It's the South. Yeah. I also like, I'm from New England. So like, I think that New York City is kind of pretty Southern. So (laughs) I'm not great for, I'm not great for this poll, I think. Wait, yeah, well, I mean, but you're from like you're from was it Vermont or New Hampshire? Vermont. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like that's that's the fucking northeast, you know. And Vermont's long, and then you got Maine, which is long too. So it's like those are there's a lot of territory covered just in those first two states of the northeast. So I can see where you know there's some reticence to to <laughs> cede territory to the rest of the country, but. <clears throat> I think for the rest of the country, like people think of fucking Baltimore as the Northeast. I think right. that's the bottom of the Northeast as a Western. For sure, but it's part of the Northeast, right? That's the mid And it probably has about the same fucking lateral line as the West Virginia, right? Yes. Maryland's a little north of West Virginia. Now you got to drive through West Virginia to get there from Ohio. Got to go through there to get there. Yep. Final final results. Uh, short... I mean, it's all below the Mason Dixon line, so right. That's key. Final result: shortstop fifty seven percent, third base forty three percent, thirty five votes. I don't know, weird. Well, that's I mean, but that's still not the same interaction. What's your What's your worst poll? Oh, God, I don't know. I'd have to find it. I've had one where nobody votes because I ask stupid fucking questions. <laughs> I felt that way about who was the best position player of each decade. I didn't... I didn't. You didn't like that? I mean, that wasn't a poll. Why didn't you like that? I don't know. I just didn't quite like... I don't like to define baseball in one player. for that, Especially for that long of a period of time. You can't say anybody was that good. Like... 10 years of absolute dominance there's like not that many like ken griffey jr was the most exciting player in the game for but probably not for much more than five years right but that was what i was trying to think maybe i fucked it up was that no i just think it's i think it's hard to define it like that by like but and what and what so like griffey's career was from like 98 to 2005 he was maybe one of the best players in the game or something like that you know what i'm saying like a rod you, you gave a rod 2010s didn't you yeah uh no i think i gave a rod the 2000s i gave griffey the 90s i gave trout the 2010s okay yeah um but i mean it that that's part of the thing i also think it's difficult to talk to like albert pujols was probably as dominant in the 2000s as yeah, nobody even said People people came at me with like Barry Bonds, and I had forgotten about Barry, like the answer for the two thousands really needs to be Barry Bonds. People were saying the nineties Barry Bonds, which I could hear an argument for, but there's probably no more dominant era than Barry Bonds two thousand to two thousand four. When but was- when you speak of Barry Bonds' career, you have to speak of it as it started in the early nineties in pittsburgh and that you know what i mean so like to even to like be like it was so does that make barry bonds the best player of two decades 
quite possibly arguably yeah that's no, what that's I'm trying to argue where I would rather have argument than vote and you know like see that's the thing it's like with a poll I feel like the only interaction you have is you have to you vote. have to throw your hat into a into a ring and then you can argue I'm not on social media anymore though so it doesn't matter that's good. yeah get out of social media okay last <laughs> last poll question and then we'll wrap this up Okay, so I asked, who was the most recent dynasty in Major League Baseball? And I gave four choices. 2017 to 2022 Astros. 2017 to 2022 Dodgers. 2004 to 2018 Red Sox. Or 1996 to 2003 Yankees. We got 27 votes. 48% said the Astros, 26% said the Yankees, 22% said the Red Sox, and 4% said the Dodgers. And really what I was trying to ask, because I I think... You missed missed my answer. My answer doesn't even exist. Yeah. Yeah. No, people, people pointed that out to me almost immediately, the San Francisco Giants completely blanked my mind well and Um, to me that's the definition of a dynasty is that it's i mean three championships in six years with essentially the same core not the same franchise but the same core of players that's why i would immediately dismiss that red sox crazy yeah yeah the 2004 to 2013 red sox qualify in your mind Potentially, yeah. <laughs> but then that I wouldn't have been the that, last. I think that the for me, it's like I don't know. It's hard to tell because if it's like a World Series thing, that's one thing. But it's really, I feel like a dynasty is like sustained dominance, and I really feel like the Dodgers on that list. They won the the West like how many years in a row now? Twelve. Five years out, they won five out of six. They won five, and five out of is, six. Yeah. Is that just the wet? How many pennants have they had? Like they've had three like pennants. they're one and two in the World Series. Three pennants, five division titles in six years. And Sam, I thought that was going to be more of a debate, but the people who responded seemed to say no. Because a lot of them said the Astros, who really, in a sense, have not been more dominant over that stretch than the Dodgers. They just happened to win one more World Series. Yeah, two World Series. Because the thing is that the Red Sox have won the most World Series in recent history, but we've also finished last in the division a lot of times. So it's like, that doesn't seem like a dynasty to me. The Red Sox are 2004, 2007, 2013, 13, 2018. 2018. Okay. Yeah. So that's four in the lot in this century. Yeah. Is that right. the most? most in the century? I see. But it's uh, and you're right. It's see, see to me they did that's not the same. That's, that's a true. franchise tag. That's a, that's the greatest franchise potentially. But, but like the dynasty to me, it has to have keep players that exist through through the string. Yeah, but no, I feel I, like it's got to be like you know, <clears throat> Houston wins the West every year. The Dodgers win the West every year, and it seems like that has to be 
taken into account, even if the World Series titles aren't if know, I, necessarily if I, there. If I didn't hate the Astros so much, I would answer that. But because I hate them so much, I don't want to give them any credit. I mean, they've been the most dominant team out of the American League over the last seven years. Right. Oh yeah, I mean, they, they were... dominant as the, I think it's the Dodgers. I think it's got to be the Dodgers. He said American League. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm just saying for your. I mean, so how many NLC or how many ALCSs have the Astros lost? Because they lost one World Series, or did they lose two World Series? They've only lost one World Series. They're two and one in the World Series. No, but they two, were in, two and two. They lost. They've been in the AL, but they've been in the ALCS. I would say almost every year. Almost every year. Yeah. Right. Wait, Dave, yeah. you had two a- and one. I two and one. Twenty twenty World Series doesn't count. It's not a real World Series. That's well, but I wonder how many people are counting. And the Dodgers don't have any World Dodgers. Series. Dodgers, right? Right. Dodgers <laughs> that one. So I guess team- I guess it's probably the Astros. But if it's you- but the Astros are fucking dicks, so we don't vote for them. So it's the Giants, which wasn't even on the poll. <laughs> the Giants. <laughs> but okay, but how many? But the Giants won like one division title in that stretch, right? That's wow. What I'm yeah, that's a, that, that's an interesting that's an interesting rebuttal. I would got I'd have to give you that. They were they, wild card. They kept, two they kept getting the wild card and then winning the World Series out of the wild card. But it was also like the same main five dudes. I like that argument. The same core, which which really discounted. Really just discount that Red Sox, like, can you have four titles in 14 years and call it a dynasty? No. Um, yeah, and that's and that's the only that's the only real argument I would say. And then Sam's, you know, addition to that, that they've had down years in that time. Really down years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The Dodgers have it, not. I think it all just depends on how you define dynasty. Well, that's what I'm asking. How do you define dynasty? And can they- Well, that's. Tough question. That and with expanded playoffs, is there ever going to be another MLB dynasty? You you could say no, because they were looking at one right now. Say we're looking at two right now. The Dodgers and the Astros. Yeah, I think everyone would agree that the Yankees of that won four World Series in five years was a dynasty. Yes. Right? That was a dynasty. Was that the last time in the history of Major League Baseball that we had a dynasty? I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? I think we're currently looking at a dynasty, and I think we're going to see another dynasty starting up next year at Seattle Mariners. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should, if we do a, a MLB preview, like we did, we preview divisions like we have before, I think we should all do divisions that our teams aren't in okay all right that's actually a good idea and then we could be the featured rebuttal (laughs) (laughs) oh that's a really good idea okay so we'll we'll change that up this year because we've always done our own divisions and i mean yeah that's a good point all right um anything that we talked about that we needed to mention that we did not talk about no I'm not sure that sentence made sense, but I, I thought you were talking about another dimension. I was really confused. <laughs> another dimension. Another dimension. Another dimension. Another dimension. 
Man, I lived on Pratt Road at UW when that fucking album came out, that Beastie Boys record. You? No, you didn't tell me about that. Oh, no, I mean, it's not, no, no, it's just not a very interesting story. It's just that I lived on Frat Row and that, that fucking Interstellar song played at their loud parties every yeah. night, like three times a night for fucking as long as I lived in this house. It was fucking annoying. That's why, that's another reason why I don't like the Cubs. Not for that. another reason why that's the only reason I don't like the Beastie Boys. I actually like the Beastie Boys. I think they're kind of like cool musically. And I think they're kind of interesting people, but I've always just hated them because of that fucking song and that frat party. Because it just makes you think of drunken frat boys like yeah. until 3 a.m. Yeah. 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 That That's a legitimate complaint. Sam, did you find out about that lawyer uh, if he represented the Black Panthers or not? Uh, brown berets. Who would the brown the and the and the Chicano thirteen? I think. Okay. <clears throat> That's it. And then he disappeared. Uh, in Mazatlan, Mexico, and the last person to speak to him was his son. And he told his son on the phone that he was about to get on a boat full of snow, and that was. <laughs> that was it. That was the last anyone heard from him. He does, he does a lot of drugs. He's he's does yeah. some weird shit. He's a wild dude. He was into weird shit. All right, we can let's make it a, a book club book because I'm excited about this. I can't cor- wait to correct your pronunciation about stuff. Yeah, the Chicago, the Chicano thirteen of the East LA walkouts, members of the Brown Berets, Rudolfo Gonzalez, and other residents of the East LA barrio. What's the way you like a cool guy? They're good looks. He ran Oscar Zeta Acosta. Oscar Zeta Acosta. Okay. Go look into this. This is awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. I think we covered everything. Everything. We talked about everything, right? Literature, politics. Yeah. Pluto. That's right. Interstellar planetary. Stuff. We talked about, geez Louise, he really did. We, we covered all our bases. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. <laughs> it's a baseball podcast. <laughs> it's a baseball podcast. Covered all the bases. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Thomas, my name is Joel. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Clayton Kershaw. Fuck and you. Kirk Cousins. If you don't believe I'm leaving.